Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Radio. Hey everybody, this is Steve. I just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-line plot holes and gratuitous movies It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy gentlemen, welcome to the 2022 Stevies, with your hosts, Steve and Izzy! <laughs> Guessing it was a little can't laughter thing, you know. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Know About the Stevies, or something like that, I don't know. We're with Everything You Learned From Movies, you guys know the show. This uh, is the award ceremony where we bring together the combined knowledge of what we learned this year. That's right. And apply it. Oh, it's fantastic, man. 2022. What a fucking year. <sighs> Steve, you know what 2022 had? What's that? The fucking audacity. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Oh man, we watched a wide variety of movies. Some we did. I think we watched a couple Academy Award winners in there for some reason. Why? Because they're questionable at best. Uh, but Steve, wow! So before many. we get too far into this, oh yes, I am far too sober. Oh, a, a sober award <laughs> presenter. Perish the thought. 
Um, I wouldn't want to be the first, and I don't want to set that kind of precedence. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> uh, well, ooh, a very special uh, 2022 edition. Oh, wait. Well, this was, I'm sorry, this was bottled in 2021, <gasps> apparently. Yeah. Uh, from Uinta Brewing, in collaboration with Kitos Brewing, it's their Barley Wine Ale. Woo! Uh, where is the ABV? It is 9.5% alcohol by volume. And uh, on that note, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the crowd, you all have yours out there. Okay, excellent. And uh, on the count of three, my top. Oh, it's top. Like a on the count of three, pop. <laughs> there you go, beautiful. Woo! The count of three, three. <laughs> the count of three. And might as well. Ah, yes. Mm. Oh, just taking a sweet hit off of this is fantastic. Oh man, it's got a good piney aroma, and you can mm. smell the multi goodness. Steve's gone in for the sip. Oh yeah. Yeah, very malty goodness. Just um, mm. a little bit of chalk and stuff in there, but yeah, very malt forward. Very um, oh man, what is this? It almost kind of tastes like uh, like whiskey a little bit. Like it's got yeah. that uh, kind of malleard <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, and then it. it's got almost like a little bit of floral hops. Mm. Yeah, very effervescent. I I enjoy it. it tastes tastes oh. like barley. I don't know. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's uh, Uinta Brewing's barley wine ale. Nom nom nom. Oh, babe. Should we just jump right into the awards? Let's do it. So we have a, a wide variety of awards coming up, and at the end, oh man, you're going to hear our favorite and least favorite movies of 2022 that we saw. And uh, we we actually saw quite a bit this year. We haven't seen everything. Um, but a good, I don't know, 40, 50 movies probably, something like that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's see what we got. Uh, the first category is... Best Actor in an EILFM Movie. <laughs> and the nominees are Brad Pitt in Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Willem Dafoe, Streets of Fire, Nicolas Cage, Willy's Wonderland, and Avery Brooks, The Big Hit. <laughs> yeah! It's a cameo is being nominated for Best Actor. Really, it wasn't but... a cameo. It was a supporting <laughs> role. All right, all right. But yes, yeah, those are the nominees. And he's fucking amazing absolutely and the winner for best actor in an eilfm reviewed movie is nicholas cage for willie's wonder world yeah i mean we knew it yeah since the academy awards are gonna fuck him over this year uh, the unbelievable weight of massive talent should be getting all the recognition all you the cowards you, you fucking cowards fucking cowards <laughs> steve how do you really feel <laughs> Speaking of over-the-top performance, oh Woo! man, that's the next category! Yay. Oh, snap! <clears throat> and the nominees are Vince Vaughn, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Lou Diamond Phillips in The Big Hit, Frankie Fucking Mermaid in Velocipaster, <laughs> Bill Paxton in Two Guns, <laughs> Jim Varney in Three Ninjas High Noon on Mega Mountain, Jerome Benton in Under the Cherry Moon, Julius Carey in The Last Dragon, Terry Kaiser in Tammy and the T-Rex, and Stephen Lee in Prehysteria. And the winner for most over-the-top performance in an EILM watched movie this year is... Shona! Yeah! Julius Carey, The Last Dragon! Woo! Who's the master? 
you can't get more over the top than that that whole <laughs> that whole thing yeah fantastic uh just amazing gone far too soon uh Basically, we'll have to see Chang, the rest of his IMDb's, because we just know right? him from that and Briscoe. I, I'm sure he was in other things, but what do you need more than that, really? <laughs> <laughs> Jul- Ju- Julius Carmay? Oh, <laughs> uh, the next category. The worst actor in an ERLFM uh, movie. Oh, we had some strong contenders this year. Oh, we sure did, but these three in particular stood... Head and fucking shoulders above the rest. Um, Sammy Petrillo in Bella Lugosi meets a Brooklyn gorilla. Ugh. The husband in Primal Rage, Legend of Conga. Yeah, another April movie. <laughs> Weird. And Ted in The Incredible Melting Man. <laughs> I swear to God, that guy <laughs> never started in anything else. Like, oh no, he's been in over a hundred things, Steve. He's just horrible. <laughs> I guess. Anyway. <laughs> The winner for worst actor in, e- in an EILFM reviewed movie is Sammy Petrillo from Bella Lugosi meets a Brooklyn Gorilla. Oh yay, we won! Oh ah! goddammit! Oh, oh my god! Stop! Oh, me and Margot Robbie are gonna be in the next DC movie. <laughs> my vagina just dried up like the Sahara Desert. I know. I fell with Harley Quinn. <laughs> Anyway. But hip personalities ah. based oh. on an egg sandwich. Oh, you sound like we were raised in the same apartment building. Yeah. Oh my god, we're siblings! Oh no! <laughs> and the next category is the best actress. Oh, we we actually have some legit fucking actresses this we year. We some very good, strong female-led movies this year. Uh, let's see. This was a tough one. Uh, the nominees are... Academy Award winner Sorsha Ronan in Hannah. Academy Award winner Angelina Jolie in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Academy Award winner Jennifer Lawrence in Red Sparrow. Should be Academy Award winner Elizabeth Shue in Link. Lucinda Dickey in Ninja 3 The Domination. Uh, I'm gonna guess Academy Award nominee Michelle Pfeiffer in Grease 2. <laughs> And I'm going to guess Academy Award nominee Sigourney Weaver in Ghostbusters 2. And the winner for Best Actress in an EILFM Reviewed Movie for 2022 is Sigourney Weaver for Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, you finally got your award, Woo! baby! Come collect it! That's right, in person! Ah, <laughs> uh, the next the next one is one of our favorite awards. Oh, this is this is my favorite award every year. It's the uh, aptly named Fuck You Science Award. What What in a movie would make Neil deGrasse Tyson cry? <laughs> and the nominees are... <laughs> Diving into a laundry chute to avoid a rocket. Point of no return. <laughs> Almost everything. Electra. Ten-year coma and just about everything in King Kong Lives. Everything Batman Ninja. <laughs> I mean, that's time travel, and anyway, we'll get into that. Suspend your disbelief, Steve. <laughs> How the hell did Steve get back from Saturn? The Incredible Melting Man. Uh, multiverse. The One. <laughs> Everything Jiu-Jitsu. And every single thing Pokemonth. Pokemon, gotta watch them all! You're just mad because Black Widow completely ripped off, or, uh, sorry, um... Not Black Widow. 
WandaVision? Uh, WandaVision completely ripped off Pokemon 3. <laughs> uh, uh, throw in here WandaVision, even though we didn't really review it. Yeah, no. And the winner for the Fuck You Science Award in an EILFM reviewed movie is... How did Steve get back from Saturn in The Incredible Melting Man? That's the real fucking movie! That's the fucking movie! Save the melting shit for the sequel! (laughs) (laughs) You have like an Apollo 13 type, alright, how are we going to get this guy back over the course of, I don't know, 500 million miles or whatever it is. And everybody else is dead! Yeah! And apparently he's in a, like, uh, I don't know, he's unconscious when he comes back to Earth. How'd they do it? But he nailed that landing. He sure fucking did. Never forget Steve, I guess. I don't know. And the next category. The most ridiculous accent. <laughs> Man, we got some good nominees here. We really do. Uh, the sheriff in Colombiana. Some sort of French-American thing he was doing down there in Colombia. Alright. Biling in Crank. High Voltage. You can just say Biling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Biling. Yeah. Mark in Miami Connection. Mo Rutherford in The Stuff. All the Russians in Black Widow. That neighbor dad Mark Miller Russian-Irish thing from Elektra. <laughs> Jeremy Irons in Red Sparrow. And Andrew Divoff in Blast. And the winner for Worst Accent in an EILFM reviewed movie is Andrew Divoff in Blast. We don't know what continent he's supposed to be from. <laughs> pretty much it. I am very universal. I don't know. Watch universal. <laughs> oh, here we go. The best ridiculous explosion. <laughs> oh, we had a few. Oh, so exciting. And the nominees are The Video Store in The Big Hit. The Warehouse in Peppermint. <laughs> Every single motorcycle in Streets of Fire. <laughs> Seriously, that had to be some sort of factory recall or something. <laughs> Their house in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. The castle in Link. And Marcone's mansion and many, many cars in The Last Boy Scout. And the winner for Most Ridiculous Explosion in an EILFM reviewed movie is... The video store in the big hit. Yeah! <laughs> remember video stores? <laughs> right? Oh my god, do you remember video store displays? Oh, the greatest. <laughs> Alright, and now the nominees for Best Special Effects. <laughs> Primal Rage, Legend of Conga. The Blob. The Stuff. The Meg. Society! Street Trash, The Incredible Melting Man, The Last Starfighter, and Planet of Dinosaurs. And the winner for Best Special Effects in an EILFM reviewed movie is... It's a tie! What? The Blob and the Star! Oh my god! (laughs) We could have just given it to all of Gootober. We really could have. (laughs) So we tied this because... You guys have heard by rant, you should be afraid of a guy with a machete or a, like a chainsaw. That would be very scary. That is something that could really happen to you. Make me afraid of shaving cream. <laughs> okay. 
And these movies did a great job making sentient soap look scary. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, but there's also the best examples of how not to special effect. <laughs> and those nominees are that slow-mo glowing bracelet swing-away thing that Elektra did in Elektra. Mm. All the slow motion in Max Payne. Mm. Conga TNT. <laughs> and King Kong Lives. And the winner for best example of how not to CGI 3D is... Max Payne, all of the slow-mo. <sighs> yeah, I... That movie brought me the max amount of pain. Rough. Rough, 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 rough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but... Oh, this next category. The best death in an EILFM movie. So, so many of them in the movies we watched. Oh my god. Literally thousands of deaths we've witnessed. Thousands. And the nominees are... George Lazenby in Man from Hong Kong. The cantilever pool death in Mechanic Resurrection. Being pulled inside out in Society. Down the Shitter in Street Trash. The Phone Booth Waitress in The Blob. Leah Schreiber in Salt. <laughs> the Judge in Peppermint. The Golf Course Shootout in Ninja 3 The Domination. Milo Meets a Chopper in The Last Boy Scout. <laughs> Andrew Divoff in Blast. Holy shit, that... <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a pool scene, though. No. Most of them in Primal Rage, Legend of Conga. Jonas Hamstadt stabbing a shark in the eye in The Meg. And I win. Shockma. I'm sorry. Shockma! Shockma! And the best death. In an EILFM reviewed film is Cantilever Pool Death from Mechanic Resurrection. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we actually had it like down to just pool deaths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Andrew Divoff one was close. Oh, it was so close. How often do you see Rooker Howard posing as a Native American in a wheelchair a with a American... bomb strapped to it, run into him, stab him, so he hooks to the wheelchair, <laughs> roll into the pool, and then. Shout out to Albert Pune, R.I.P., the director mm. of Blast. Check it out, it's on Tubi. And now, the category of best chase scene. The van highway chase in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. The car chase in Man from Hong Kong. The car chase from the woods to the pool in Last Boy Scout. The parkour chase in Colombiana. The chase shootout in... The big hit. Uh, the motorcycle going over the bridge with a helicopter and a truck in the shot from The Blob. And a chase through Budapest in Black Widow. And the winner of the best chase scene is... The car chase from Man from Hong Kong. Yeah! Fuck your permits! We're Australian, Woo! mate! Get out of the way! <laughs> this was is that a house? 
This was a tough one because these were all really good, but we know oh, some yeah. of the behind the scenes. And yeah, they had no permits. The other people in the scenes did not know they were going to be in a movie. Yeah, thought, they I... destroyed more cars than they were supposed to. Yeah, I thought the Mr. and Mrs. Smith was pretty close, like with oh, all yeah. that shit. But you know, you got a two hundred million dollar budget or some shit, like uh, yeah. maybe fifty with that one. But <laughs> <laughs> it was back in the night, or I guess two thousand five. That doesn't matter. Yeah. And now the nominees for best fight scene, and the nominees are <laughs> the restaurant hit in Anna. John versus Jane ending in coitus in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. A lot of nominees for that movie. Fucking great. Jet Li versus everyone else in The One. Ava versus Simon in Ava. Arkham Castle versus Monkey Batmass in Batman Ninja. Steve, did that last one sound weird? Watch Batman Ninja. Steve, did you know that monkeys plus bats equals Batman? Yes, I did know that. <laughs> The Man from Hong Kong versus George Lazenby in The Man from Hong Kong. <laughs> the continuous shot fight with Tony Jaw and Elaine Moosey in Jiu-Jitsu. Catalia versus Marco in the bathroom, Colombiana. The epic sword fighting in In the Name of the King, A Dragon's Siege Tale, <gasps> or something like that. Bobby versus Stig in The Truck Chase in the Desert in Two Guns. And the winner for best fight scene is the restaurant hit, Anna. Yeah! <laughs> that was such a good scene. Absolutely. It, it, it was using like a Victoria's Secret supermodel. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah! Well, and I really liked it that they choreographed it around her being a little wafy thing. Yeah. And even though there's obviously a stunt double in there, they did moves that a small wafy woman could do against these large opponents. Indeed. Like, it's believable. Indeed. <laughs> And now for the Can't Get That Back Award for mm. the movies movies that uh, wasted time we can't get back. Uh, movies we do not recommend. And the nominees are Amos and Andrew, Max Payne, Bela Lugosi Meets a Brooklyn Gorilla, Theodore Rex, Jiu-Jitsu, Trading Paint, Conga TNT, and Under the Cherry Moon. Ugh, these are all really bad. But the winner for the Can't Get That Back Award is... If you can call him a winner. The loser of the (laughs) Can't Get That Back Award is... Bela Lugosi meets a Brooklyn Gorilla. Yep, Amos and Andrew was close, but uh, had to go with... If you had to watch one, which would it be? (laughs) I would much rather listen to racism than uh, Sammy Petrillo again. Ugh... And I think it also hurts because we've legitimately been looking for that movie for... We looked for that movie for seven years before we got it. Yeah. Oh, well. Congratulations, I guess. Oh, and now for the long list of most questionable hero nominees. Max Payne in Max Payne. Melvin Smiley in The Big Hit. Amos and or Andrew in Amos and Andrew. Christopher Tracy in Under the Cherry Moon. Ava in Ava, Riley North in Peppermint, Dominica in Red Sparrow, Doc in Carnosaur, Tom Cody, Streets of Fire, Frankie and Dee Dee in Voyage of the Rock Aliens, 
The Man from Hong Kong in The Man from Hong Kong. Literally anyone in Street Trash. And literally anyone in King Kung Fu. And the winner of the most questionable hero is anyone from Street Trash. <laughs> there is nobody in that fucking movie that you don't want to die. <laughs> oh, but what about the uh, secretary who was being of our boss? Yeah, she was raping a child. <laughs> mm, statutory rape doesn't make it okay. <laughs> and now the nominees for the Cashing It In Award. Electra. The Pokemon movies. Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. And Carnosaur. And the winner for the Cashing It In Award is... Electra, the movie nobody asked for. <laughs> yeah, take that, Marvel. <laughs> Wait a minute. Notice they've rebooted everything else. <laughs> I mean, I, I apparently Electra was in the Daredevil series. How many times have they done Superman? Twice? <laughs> Three times? Yeah, there was that Brandon Routh guy. Well, I guess all the Smallvilles. And, okay. You win, CW. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's on the CW. We'll never know, because we'll never, we'll never watch know. it. Who gives a shit? Oh, but you guys finished up Supernatural. Nope. <laughs> and the nominees for Theme Music of the Year. Friends by Dragon Sound. Miami Connection. Really anything Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Unicorn. Last Unicorn. And the last noise at the last dusty fountain in the shadow of the forest, though she may be old and worn, they will stare unbelieving at the last. Coming, the apple. Coming, 
Sky High by Jigsaw. Man from Hong Kong. Stop. You've blown it all sky high by telling me a lie without a reason why. You've blown it all sky high. The theme song to Link. Jerry Goldsmith in Link. Nowhere fast, streets of fire. the cherry moon. Best theme music of the year is Friends by Dragon Sound. Yeah! Friends, Friends through eternity, eternity, loyalty, honesty, we're together through thick or thin. <laughs> yeah! So good! <laughs> and now the nominees for Best Cameo in an EILFM movie. Kari Haruyuki Tagawa, Electra. Avery Brooks, The Big Hit. Tommy Lee Jones, Mechanic Resurrection. David Carradine, Crank High Voltage. Joe Santos, The Last Boy Scout. Walter Cronkite, We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. Rick Yoon, Jiu-Jitsu. Sam Hung, The Man from Hong Kong. And Neil McDonough, Proud Mary. And the winner for Best Cameo in an EILFM Reviewed Movie is Tommy Lee Jones in Mechanic Resurrection. Yeah! Yeah! What the fuck was with his outfit? Oh, it was so good. (laughs) Yeah, good. That's what I was thinking. Oh, we've come to the big three. Ooh, we're starting to get to the big awards. Oh, shit. But before we get to those, a message from our sponsors. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays do you like supporting the arts well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Ah, that's a Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Have you ever watched a movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then sometimes we ate your cues in our mailbag. No big whoop. Yeah, no big whoop at all. So that's What Were They Thinking? You can find us on your favorite podcatcher or follow us on the World Wide Web on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Who the hell says World Wide Web anymore? This guy. So, uh, yeah, see you soon. Wave at microphone. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were you thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Hi, this is Ernie Hudson, Winston Zedmore from Ghostbusters, from Oz, The Hand That Rocks, The Cradle, The Crow, Grayson, Frankie, uh, Monroe Kelly, and Congo. You're a great white hunter, though I happen to be black. Steve, Izzy, just want to give you a shout out and let you know to someone that you are truly loved and appreciated, as you truly are amazing. If anyone has the tools and the talent, it's you. <laughs> just keep having fun, stay healthy, safe, and of course, always, keep on busting. Oh and my, we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that I've ever added. In the history of adding. Oh, she said it. They get better every week. Ah, oh, babe. We're to the big three. The ones that are in the theme song. Alright. First up we have Best One Liner in an EILFM movie. Oh, this is gonna be so hard. Oh. Straight jacket, homie! Saves you that mad cream. 
the big hit. Nearly everything in The Last Boy Scout. No one is as dumb as I appear to be. The stuff. We are sisters, you and I. The last unicorn. After this, there will only be one. The one. I am the mothering type. Proud Mary. You sent me to horse school. Red Sparrow. Why am I dripping with goo? Ghostbusters 2. I'm free every night. It's in the Constitution. Grease 2. Because it's a full moon and I'm a werewolf, bitch! Kiss my ass! Under the Cherry Moon. And the winner for Best One-Liner is... All of them! We couldn't pick! <laughs> They're all pretty fucking amazing. Oh, such a good year for one-liners! Oh, uh, so good. <laughs> Street jacking, homie! Anyway. <laughs> we say all of these basically every day in our house. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> we are sisters, you and I. <laughs> I've heard you scream, bitch, I'm a werewolf with the dog. Yeah, a couple right. of times. It's a full moon, I'm a werewolf, bitch, kiss my ass! And now the nominees for Biggest Plot Hole. Oh, boy. Based on a true story, Pain and Game. The Flying Secret Red Room in Black Widow. So, are there Valkyries or not? Max Payne. Time Travel Shenanigans in Batman Ninja. So does Master Stick have ninjas or not? Electra. They didn't know? Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Just call somebody. Shockma. Nobody believes in ghosts now? Ghostbusters 2. And the biggest plot hole in an EILFM reviewed movie is. They didn't know Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, they're the greatest pies in the world or whatever. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, the power boners is strong. I think that's what we uh, yeah. came to the conclusion of for that one. Oh, but babe, two of the biggest awards. That's right. It's the most gratuitous boobies in an EILFM <laughs> movie. Oh, so many fantastic nominees this year. Academy Award winner Jennifer Lawrence, Red Sparrow. Academy Award should be winner Elizabeth Shue, Bath Time in Link. Strip Club in Pain and Game. Biker Chicks in Miami Connection. Mardi Gras in Point of No Return. Paula Patton in Two Guns. Linda Hamilton in King Kong Lives. Wendy in Street Trash. Quick Boobs in Anna. And quick boobs from Jennifer Bill's stunt double in Streets of Fire. And the winner for most gratuitous boobies is Jennifer Lawrence in Red Sparrow. Horse school! Horse school! Oh, <laughs> uh, such a. That was a movie! Oh, <laughs> uh, that was a critically, critically acclaimed movie. Oh my god. It was like three hours long. <laughs> or at least our episode was that long, I know that. Uh, so guys those are the categories for 
EILFM movies, but babe, how's your uh, how's your untapped doing this year? Hey! So in all honesty, I did not even totally keep up with my untapped. For what? example, no. when we were at some of the beer conferences, I couldn't keep up. Oh, There's... you mean you mean our road trip to Homebrew Con through Cincinnati and <laughs> Cleveland and Columbus? But I did a darn good job. Excellent. But I got my year in beer, twenty twenty two, apparently presented by Dale's Pale Ale. Hey. Um, for check-ins, I had 260 beer check-ins this year. Guys, I drink more than 260 beers. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's less than one a day. That's obviously not correct. <laughs> uh, it's 128 up from last year. Nice. My average. Damn. That was a 2021, too. Right? Obviously, yeah. I haven't been keeping up with it. <laughs> not checking in at home enough, apparently. Oh, apparently my first check-in of 2022 was... Oh, uh... Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest, because we had that for New Year's. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I tried 79 beer styles, up from 18 Ooh. last year. Damn. Well, the Homebrew Conference probably helps with that. <laughs> My top style was IP- American IPAs. It's also the number one most popular style on Untapped, because it's the number one most popular. Yeah, it's only like 50% of the yeah. market out there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my top checked-in beer was Black Widow Lager from oh. uh, Rooster's Brewing. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, we, that is kind of our uh, one of our go-tos when we're just sitting at home. My top five rated beers were Devastator from Wasatch Brewing. Fuck yeah, it is. High Desert Hazy IPA from Rooster's Brewing. Okay. Red Velvet Dreams from 412 Brewing. Yeah. Old Rasputin from North Coast Brewing. Fuck yeah. And Dead Guy Ale from Rogue. <laughs> of course. <laughs> My least uh, liked beers were Chocolate Trip. Chocolate Trip from Mindful Brewing. Okay. Tart and Juicy from Epic. Uh, that was the yeah. Sour IPA. Yeah. And Experimental Wheat Ale with Lemon and Lime from Land Grant Brewing. That was one of the ones we poured out on our road trip. Yeah. yeah. Poured one out for the homies. I drank, <laughs> I drank from 85 unique breweries this year, Not up 36 from last year. My top checked into breweries were Epic Brewing in Utah, Colorado. I had 29 check-ins. Oh, wow. How could I have done that? <laughs> the gauntlet, baby. <laughs> Ketos Brewing, I had 10 check-ins. Utah Brewing, I had 11 check-ins. Rooster's Brewing, I had 15 check-ins. And Record Street Brewing, I had 12 check-ins. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're in uh, Reno. Yeah. yeah. I checked oh, into... was that this year? <laughs> yeah, that was February. No, yeah, that was yeah, February. February. That was right yeah. before my surgery. Yeah, wow. Or, no, January? Yes, because the car hadn't sold yet. Yeah, that was That's January. That's right. Shit. There you go. Anyway. 34 unique locations, up 11 from last year. I had 26 check-ins at Epic Brewing in Denver. (laughs) Five check-ins from Spoonwood Brewing in Pennsylvania. Four check-ins at Brewvies. Four check-ins at Home Run Harry's. Hey, remember Brewvies? Right. And four check-ins at Northern Row Brewing. Obviously, I wasn't checking in at Talisman for some reason. Yeah, apparently. I made no new friends this year. No! Guys, friend me. I'm hey. at Untidy Venus on Untapped. Hey, baby, you gotta be like Drake. No new friends. No new friends. No new friends. No new friends. I earned 295 badges this year. Up oh, 140 wow. from last year. 
My top five badges are Cheers to Independent U.S. Craft Breweries, level 94. Yes, you mentioned that with, uh, on an episode coming up soon. <laughs> Middle of the Road, level 72. Riding Steady, level 55. 99 Bottles, level 9. What, what, what do these mean, though? 99 Bottles? Um, let's see, I, the Independent Craft Breweries one is yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Bang and Bev. Uh, middle of the road is between uh, four and seven percent beers. Oh, okay. Writing steady is more than three check-ins in an hour. Ah. I uh, forget what ninety-nine bottles is, uh, and then twenty twenty-two International Year of Glass. That's uh, apparently this was the year of the glass bottle. Oh, okay. So that's why everybody has aluminum cans. <laughs> My top. Uh, like my my badge that gained the most this year, Untapped at Home, level forty three. Yeah. Because if you don't want that Rona, keep, keep your broke, broke ass home. home. Your broke, your broke ass home. So yeah, that's my year in beer. Nice. Well, I they, guess that's our year in beer, actually. Yeah, yeah but our year in beer, fantastic. Well, babe, we've come to what everybody's come for. They want to know what do Stephen Izzy think are the best and worst movies that came out in twenty twenty two. And, uh, we watched a few. Uh, I compiled a list. Uh, I don't know. Do you, do you agree with my... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cool, cool. We Yeah, we talked about this at an earlier time. All right, well, let's start with the worst. Um, I have, the, I have a list of five worst. Uh, number five, Blacklight. Uh, that was a Liam Neeson movie. I think it came out in January or February or something. He was like a retired spy that... I did not watch this one. In. You watched this one for me. Oh, yeah, right? Oh, uh, well, then... Yeah, it uh, it just wasn't good. It was uh, you know, all the you hear all the jokes about like, oh yeah, take in. It takes like fifteen cuts for him to go over a fence. It was just that to the nth mm. degree in this movie, and the plot was ridiculously dumb. Yeah, so so blacklight number four. It's Morbin time, Morbius. Woo! <laughs> yeah, it was fucking horrible, but it was not good. Yeah, it's it's kind of like. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say it this way, where it's like, oh yeah, it's like a throwback to like those bad 90s superhero movies, and it's like, holy shit, it is one of those bad 90s movies. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, number three, I have The King's Daughter. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard of this one, because I don't think it had like, a wide release or anything, uh, it was actually filmed in 2014 and has a, God, an all-star cast with... Uh, but like, like Pierce Brosnan like, plays King Louis the Sixteenth and... Um, it, it was a pretty big cast, but it, it's about, um, uh, I guess there's this pirate that like catches a mermaid played by, uh, the chick from the Meg, uh, Bing, yeah. Bing, 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 Bing Lee or whatever. And uh, it's like given to the, the daughter, the King's daughter, you know, the princess or whatever is like a gift or something. But then it's like, he's really using it to become immortal. The, like, like the king's using it to become immortal, like with a scientist or something. I don't know. It's bad. But yeah, the one good thing that came out of it, I think, is the uh, the romantic leads or whatever in the movie. They met on set, and they have a seven-year-old now. Yeah. And have like, been happily married and all that like, since this movie's been released. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Uh, number two... Uh, you haven't seen this one, but we might actually, I would actually have you watch it just to know what I'm talking about. Uh, the Munsters. I do want to watch it. It's, it's. I mean, I can see it's like a passion project of Rob Zombie's. 
there's just some things where it's like, okay, you need to cut this a little shorter. You need to do this, blah, blah, blah. The color scheme is all over the fucking place. It's What is your original unique. colors? They just shot it black and white. Yeah. I feel like that it was like, it's one of those things where it's like, you think it might have been like shot with like a camera from the 70s or something like that. And then through the new technology or I don't know. It's mm-hmm. weird, but it's, a, I mean, the funniest parts are like dad jokes. I mean, it's based on the monsters, which yeah. that's kind of its thing. You but... watch the monsters when you ran out of Adam's families. Yeah. Like, let's face yeah. it. Somebody out there's going to be like, monsters is the best one and it's OG and fuck you for saying that. No, it's, it's, it's true though. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad Rob was able to make uh, make it finally because yeah. I know he's been wanting to for like ever. But yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't my bag, baby. And the number one worst movie of 2022 is also one of my favorite movie watching experiences this year. It's Moonfall, baby. Yeah! So fucking oh, dumb. So dumb. Oh, oh, oh the the oh. master of disaster movies, Roland Emmerich, saw Transformers the last night and was like, "Well, shit, I can do that. Hold my beer." This was Roland Emmerich's like "fuck you to Hollywood," but like in a like. Oh, you just want me to make money? I'm just going to put all the dumb shit that you guys like about all my movies in one stupid movie. Let's see if it makes... Oh, shit, it's making money. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it made that much money. Let's not get carried away, but... uh, Yeah. Oh, man. We have to do that on the podcast one of these days. So, yeah. Yeah. Moonfall. Worst movie of 2022. But I have a top 10 for 2022. Starting with number 10. (gasps) Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> it's kind of what you can say about it. Like, you know, I, I don't know. Thor seemed a little weird in this one, but I guess he was just going through some shit. And so, like, his character was changing or something. But it's like, this isn't the yeah. Thor that everyone likes. It was kind of. Yeah, this is more the first movie Thor that <laughs> we kind of weren't into. Yeah. I don't know. But it's Thor right. isn't supposed to have emotions. We want himbo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number nine. The Batman. We saw it in theaters. We did. It was three hours long. Oh, it's so long. It was It was alright. It was very much a... They went back to the roots of he's like the world's the greatest detective. Yeah. It was too fucking long for what it was. Yeah. It really should have been an hour and a half. Like, uh, ni- make it 90 minutes. Alright, well, uh, I don't know. It was alright, but yeah. <laughs> too bad we'll never see a sequel, right, DC and whatever the fuck you're doing? <laughs> Number eight. <clears throat> Number eight. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't have any burps in me. Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> now, now you might think, Steve, wasn't this like one of the worst movies this year? Look, it's it's a fucking dinosaur movie, man. I'm in. Or is it a dinosaur movie because it ends up being about fucking uh, engineered <sighs> locusts or some shit? Like nanobot Just trying locusts? trying to recreate I don't know. my childhood trauma, flaming fucking bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a horror movie to Izzy. It's also a horror movie to everybody else. But it's just a dumb action movie where they're bringing everybody. It's not. From it's all not the, the Jurassic worst Park Jurassic Park. Park. I will no, that. no, no, no. I, I, it doesn't have Taylor Leone in it. It so. was entertaining, and, and I'm glad they really didn't focus on uh, Clone Girl. Right. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a real thing, but yeah, they, they, yeah. they, they I mean, <laughs> Steve, it could be worse. Could have had Taylor Leone in it. Oh, if she comes back. What was that? Michael, a, Michael, 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 honey, honey, could you please Michael, stop calling the dinosaurs? Michael, <laughs> Michael. 
Okay. Yeah, your name's not Michael, is it Sushi? It's okay. <laughs> we're okay. All right. Now we're getting into, like, good movies. Number seven. Spider-Man No Way Home. A lot of people really love this movie. Yeah. It was okay. It fits into the universe that they've yeah. built for the Spider-Man. Is it yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. best movie in this lineup? No. Yeah. But it's, it's fine. It's, it's like Dune. It's the best trailer to the Into the Spider-Verse movie that everybody wants. No, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, it was okay. Number six. What we saw in theaters. The Northmen. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fucking Viking vengeance movie. What the yeah. fuck you expect it could be? Oh. It's going to be up there. Oh, <laughs> Just so good. Rough, fucking oh. flap, flap. Zero humor, and yeah. yet I still liked it. Now available on Peacock. Yeah. yeah. Number five, Top Gun Maverick. Oh shit! I was wait, surprised wait. how good this was. Top Gun Maverick was above the Northman for you. Yeah. Look, that uh, surprises me. Look, the Northman's great. I also know it's just a Viking vengeance movie. It's kind of hard to fuck up <laughs> when you really look at it. But, yeah, Top Gun Maverick, I was expecting a shit show. I was, too. But you're doing a sequel to Maverick almost 40 years later. Right? But, I mean, the Val Kilmer thing was handled well. It was. It was exactly what we thought it was going to be. Miles Teller as uh, Goose's son and uh, Jennifer Conley thrown in there for some reason. There was, like, a lot of paying tribute and nods and stuff to the original. But, I mean, I thought it was done well. It was entertaining. Plus Tom Cruise, you know, God bless him. He he wants to die on set. Like, <laughs> he his... really does. I low-key think that everybody talks about how he's like the happiest guy when you meet him. Yeah. I think low-key, yeah, he just wants to die in a movie. He, he's just looking for that ultimate rush. He, he's the guy who wants to be, I don't know, nutting in space when he dies. <laughs> Oh, so on Phil Kilmer, I just Googled it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he was diagnosed with throat cancer. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had a tracheotomy and is recovering very well. And apparently Tom Cruise and Phil Kilmer are good friends. And Tom went to go visit him many times during his recovery. Excellent. Well, that's that's nice. That, like, actually makes me feel good. Uh, Number four. Nope. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Jordan Peele directed movie uh, about aliens. and uh, Yeah, it's it's just fantastic. I think that's on Peacock, too, if you want to check it out. But, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Not not much else I can really say about it. But, yeah, check it out. Oh, I I will say, good to see Michael Wincott back and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Number three. Prey. Yeah. Oh, uh, fucking Native American predator movie. I'm fucking in. Fuck yeah. Oh, and the... For all of you out there, the dog makes it. I mean, the dog, the the lead actress, uh... I, I remember her last name was like Mid-Thunder or something like that. But yeah, yeah she's... She was great. Uh, I mean, it's it's what you want in a predator movie. Like, they oh, even yes. do the, the, like, slow reveal of the predator. Yeah. Even though you know going in, it's fucking predator. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, but they, yeah, they kept it very, like, classic. They kept the classic horror movie, like, uh, formula, and it really, really worked well. Plus, there was a bear, so it's <gasps> absolutely yes, amazing. It's a bear <laughs> Guys, spoiler alert, cocaine bear maybe on this list next year. Oh, shit. <laughs> And guys, the dog in it was a rescue. He came from the pound. That's right. Number two, which may surprise people it's not number one, the unbearable weight of massive talent. 
<gasps> what? Yeah, yeah, the Nicolas Cage movie he should be winning an Oscar Fuck for. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, very meta, very funny, and just, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I'm glad it came out in time oh, yeah. for my birthday. Oh, their chemistry together is so good on oh, screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they hang out now, too. They have to oh, be buddies, shit. right? Oh, that, shit. That's right. Nick, that's why Nick Cage is going to be in season three of Mandalorian as, like, oh, uh, one of the moths shit. or something. <laughs> Pedro Pascal will get him in there somehow. Sure. Oh, he has, oh, he's going to be one of the bar owners oh, yeah. for just an episode <laughs> in some desert town. I can see it. Uh, and I want to make a special mention here. Because I assume if we've seen this movie, it'll it'd probably be in the top ones here. We just haven't had a chance to see it yet. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I love it already, and I haven't seen it at the time of this year recording. I don't want to get the flu, and I don't want to get that Rona again. But it should be hitting Disney <laughs> Disney Plus sometime soon. I don't know. Right. Uh, or I guess uh, Avatar Way of Water is going to come out. It's going to make a trillion fucking dollars, so nobody it'll make cares. a profit. Nobody, yeah, nobody cares. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody cares about the blue water people. Yeah. But that, but, but well, at least maybe that means less people in Black Panther for a maybe. week or two. I don't know. Yeah, take a Tuesday off. We'll stick the dog in some doggy daycare. Yeah. But the number one movie of 2022. <gasps> Everything, everywhere, all at once. So I know that would be my f- number one. I'm kind of surprised it's your number one. Oh, babe, you you saw me watching that movie. Oh, I know you I was, fucking loved I it. I was crying the whole time. I'm like, holy shit, we're going to live in a world where Short Round is going to have an Academy Award. Yes! yes! <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking fantastic. It's, it's family. Steve, it's martial arts. I think it's, Steve <laughs> really, really connected to Short Round's character. It's multiverses. It's, yeah, it, it's a fucking great movie. I, I can't say enough about it. If you haven't seen it yet, the fuck is wrong with you? You have no soul, stork. No, I don't know. <laughs> fuck no, you, it's prob- amazing. He's probably seen it and gave it like two stars. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which is his top rated movie of the year. Yeah, well, yeah, not Star Trek related. <laughs> No, but uh, yeah, give it a six point nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, yeah, my uh, my my movie of the year, just beating out unbearable weight of massive talent. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's the that's the Stevies, baby. Um, yeah, any any goals for twenty twenty three? I mean, twenty twenty three. I'd like to meet more podcasters. And okay. I'd like to not get that Rona again. Yeah, let's get For that... anyone out there who doesn't know, Steve and I did end up catching that Rona around Halloween. Do not recommend. Zero stars. <laughs> Zero stars. Fucking, honestly, I would watch Bella Lugosi meets a Brooklyn gorilla twice before getting Rona again. Three times, mm, we'll see. But <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, which right. one's going to have more psychological trauma, like, damage to me? Well, here, I got it. Guys, if you're listening to this, hit us up at EILF Movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. We'll get you on an episode. Yeah! Yeah. We'll do podcasters, just guest one to talk movies and shit. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to be a fellow podcaster. You can just be a guest. As long as you have Zoom access, we can make it work. Um, yes, that's how you find us. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus on all the social medias. You can buy my goods and wares at Untidy untidyvenus.etsy.com and you can find me on Patreon at untidyvenus. You guys, my 2023 resolution is to actually be on top of my Patreon. Thank you so much to everybody who's been really supportive so far. Um, And yeah, if you guys are interested, we got the sticker of the month club, we got the print of the month club, we got the kitchen towel of the month club. I post pictures of the pets. Um, I'm going to be posting more tutorials and Patreon actually just made it easier to 
that you I can now host my own videos and things there. Ooh. So I don't have to do like all these fucking links. Yeah. Steve? Nice. Yeah. Where can we find you? Oh, well, of course, obviously you can find us everywhere on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned From Movies. Or again, hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at E-I-L-F Movies. That's Everything, Everything I Learned From Movies. And yeah, we're uh, heading into 2023. And uh, if you heard one of our past episodes, you heard what uh, themes we got and stuff coming up. Kicking it off, Jean-Claude Van January, uh, starting on Tuesday, I think. So uh, get ready for that and, uh, you know, get your stretches in so you can get the splits in easy. Uh, it's going to be great. Um, and then, we, yeah, oh, God, February. Man, we're looking forward to February, aren't we, babe? It's poor month. Yeah! <laughs> Steve, I'm going to need whiskey for this. Oh, yeah. We, yeah th- I think for February we're going to step it up from beer to spirits. So, uh <laughs> Come join us. Uh, tell your friends, whatever. It'd be fantastic. Uh, we're just trying to spread the love here. Um, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everybody.